Cat for double six double nine. Hello? Hello, Mum. What do you want now? Mum, do you ever look up into the sky at the Milky Way and think, why do they name, name it after chocolate? <sighs> no, Dad. They didn't. It just looks milky and they named the chocolate after it. What about the big bear? What big bear? What, in the sky? I mean, is there actually a big bear up there? Oh, that's the great bear, Dad. A load of stars that look like a bear. You thought Paddington was flying about up there looking for marmalade or something. Is that what you thought? God, you're thick. I don't know how you managed to put one foot in front of the other sometimes. Would would you ever go up into space, Mum? Oh, I don't know. I'd rather go on the set of Outlander or go down to Cornwall and see my Aiden. What about that Star Trek man who's, who's gone up to space in a rocket, Mum? I mean, you know, if he can go there, then, then you could. Oh, what, what, because we're both old? Is that what you're saying? William Shatner's a bit older than me, he's 90. It's ridiculous. He's probably too old to see anything up there anyway. Waste of time. Well, I hope he remembered his specs. Uh, Mum, what, what do you think they'd do if he got ill up there? Well, they'd send him back to Earth in one of them pod things in a parachute, wouldn't they? No, I mean, if he got really ill. Well, well like if he couldn't cope with the gravity and his head blew off. Well, he'd just have to make an announcement, wouldn't they, and say, oh, sorry everyone, Captain Kirk's head's blown off and he ain't coming home. I think they cover it up, Mum. Oh, here we go. No, they'd push him out of the rocket and they'd send someone back to Earth pretending to be him. Wait, where would they find a William Shatner lookalike in space? You're so stupid. No, they'd take one up in the rocket with them just in case. Because <sighs> the real William Shatner, I think he could be floating round up there right now. Oh, yeah, of course, sure, Dad. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they'll name a star after him. The shooting Shatner or something. Do you know, I despair over you, I really do. Anyway, we'll all be going up there soon, wouldn't we? Hopping about from Mercury to Pluto. We'll be finding aliens and people with two heads, people living in a parallel universe where they all look like us. There'll even be one of you out there. I already feel sorry for that bleeding universe. What, there's another one of me out there? Oh, yeah, but they'd be opposites, wouldn't they? Like split down the middle. There'd be an intellectual one of you, because they're opposites. I mean... The other one of you is probably a scientist or a professor, because you're so stupid. He must be a genius. Right. I quite like that. You'll never get to meet him, though. And if you did, you'd have no idea what he was talking about. Well, he could write to me, though. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Dad. He could just put his postcard in the box. Be with you soon. How many stroller systems are there, then, Mum? Solar system, Dad. There's millions of them. Millions of stars and planets. We just don't know about them all. So... What, what do they do all day? You know, the people up there with two heads. Well, well, they may not have two heads, Dad, I don't know. But they probably don't look like us. You probably think they wear slacks and a jumper like you. But I think they'd look completely different to us. They might have two heads. They might be two foot six. They might be little green wrinkly things wandering about. They might even be microbes that you can't even see or pick up. Well, why, why would you want to go all that way and meet a microbe? That just sounds boring. Yeah, boring to you, Dad, because of who you are. But then you're boring. Up there, they may not know what the word boring means. Well, then they might find me interesting. <laughs> no, Dad, I think you're universally boring. You might find them boring, but if you were a train spotter, it wouldn't be boring to meet other train spotters. Well, they got trains up there. Oh, you're missing the point. I'd find them interesting, as I'm interested in their culture. But would they find you interesting, though? I mean... What if they didn't like Paul Dark? I'd be an ambassador for Earth, Dad. I'd tell them all about Catford. 
They'd want to make me their empress, like they did in that film, you know, with Michael Caine. Jules Ford? No, the one where he was abroad with his mate. Harvey Italian job? No, the one with Sean Connery. He would be king or something. I'd become the empress like Sean Connery. They'd sit at me feet as I told them all about the earth. Well, you might tread on them if they was microbes. Oh, well, I'll try not to, Dad. Anyway, what would you do if you met them, apart from stare at their tits? If I went up there, I wouldn't mind running a circus. No, I, th- I think they'd quite like that. A circus? What do you know about circuses? Do you come from a long line of lion tamers, eh? No, I mean, it might appeal with their microbes and dwarfs. I mean, they, they wouldn't have seen anything like that before, would they? How would you get elephants up there for a start for a circus? Anyway, they'd probably be offended. They'd think you were taking the mick out of them. Well, they might love it. They might want to come back down to Earth. We don't need them down here on Earth, Dad. Too many people already. It's us that need to go up there and populate with them. I'm, I'm not populating with any two-headed people or, or microbes, Mum. Mm, I'm sure the feeling would be mutual, Dad. You take your circus to Uranus. I'm flying to the moon and back with my Jamie. All right, I'll do that. Yeah. Bye, Mum. All right, Bye. Catford 6699 was written and performed by Annie Aldington and Charles Armstrong. It was produced by Joseph Degnan. <laughs> <laughs>